Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the final episode of the Mystic Access Podcast for 2018. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Kim. And I'm Lisa. We have a few logistical things to tell you all about, and we also have some fun things to share with you. So stay tuned. We hope you enjoy the goodies that we have to share. And I guess let's start with a couple of logistics, and then I'll turn it over to my colleagues for more fun. First thing we want to let you know is, while our physical shipping deadline in order to make sure you get things by Christmas has passed, in other words, for SD cards headphones, speakers, etc. for physical products, as it were. You still have time to order downloadable digital products as gifts for people for Christmas. You also have time to order gift cards. We love our gift cards because you can actually see descriptions of them on the website. You can go in, you'll see what each one looks like. You can put in a customized amount if you wish. You can also add a customized message to your recipient and have it emailed to them immediately. I think you can also schedule a time to have it emailed to them. It's a very handy feature, and if you want a gift card for Christmas, you can do so. Hanukkah's already passed, but we do have those too, in case you want to know for next year. And we also have them for birthdays, anniversaries, thank you, and just because occasions. So you're welcome to check those out. Again, these are digital gift cards that you will email to your recipient, or that our site will email for you. And you just follow the simple instructions. And you can pick a pre-selected amount, $20, $30, whatever it may be. Or you can pick one of your own. And we would love to share a Mystic Access gift card with your loved one. The other thing you can do is you can download products. And either put them on physical media for someone you love. Or you can let us know and we can forward that email on to the person that you love. Someone just did that recently and bought a tutorial for a friend. So it's very handy. And just keep us abreast. You can either email us or you can put something in the order notes. And we can pass that on to your email recipient for you. Or as I said, you can put it on physical media yourself. Because we are not going to have time to guarantee delivery of any physical products or products on SD by Christmas at this point. Now we do offer priority shipping. So you can try that, but again, we are not guaranteeing anything at this point to make it on time for Christmas delivery. The other thing to note is that our last official day before we close up for Christmas ourselves is December 21st. So end of day Friday, December 21st. That is our last day here at Mystic Access, and we will be back early in the new year. So definitely if you need contact via email, we may try and get back to you all some via email between Christmas and New Year's. But we can't guarantee it, won't guarantee that. So please do know that if you need to call us or have help placing an order or something like that, it's best to do it by 5 p.m. Eastern on Friday, December 21st. Because then we're going off to celebrate our holidays with the people we love. Speaking of more logistics, we have a few. We want to remind you that our newly revised and updated Amazon Echo tutorial is available for sale. If you've purchased it already, then you can download it as many, many of you have done. Oh, yes. You can also purchase it brand new if you are giving it as a gift or getting it for yourself. 
this is a great thing because, you know, after the holidays, you may find that one of these or two of these were sitting under your tree. You know, keep that in mind if a tutorial is of interest to you. Speaking of Echo, we have a few related pieces of information to give you. We do still have some bundled options available, and I don't want to go into more specifics except to say that they are Echo Dots and the tutorial. But what we have changes from day to day because yes. they went faster than we thought. So please do check our website for more information. Also, I have found many times, actually, I seem to keep needing for some reason to relearn this lesson over and over, that demonstrating something and learning it enough to demonstrate and then living with it can be two different things. So I have been loving having my two Echo Dots set up as a stereo pair, but I got a little bit of a shock the other day. I had set an alarm. I woke up before my alarm, which almost never happens. I was amazed we didn't get six feet of snow that day, but I woke up before my alarm. And so I asked her to cancel it. And she said, there is no alarm scheduled. That really kind of freaked me out because I thought, you know, what if I was really counting on that to get up? So basically what was going on, I found out, is that when you're using these devices as a stereo pair, only one of them will take over the alarm or the timer function. When you first say, cancel my 7.30 alarm, you may luck out and it may pick the right one and say, okay, alarm canceled. Or it might say, I have no alarm set. And sometimes you may have to repeat that cancel the alarm request at least one more time and occasionally more than that to get it to stop. Hopefully this is something that they will fix and they will change it. But for now, this is a thing that is going on when you use them as a stereo pair. However, I'm loving the sound that I'm getting from it. So to me, it's worth the minor alarm inconvenience. And if you missed Lisa's demo of the stereo pair, definitely check our last podcast because that was a very cool thing. And you can see how it works. It's a fairly new Echo feature. And you can get some nice sound out of a stereo pair. Yes, ma'am, you sure can. The other thing that is upcoming that we want to make you aware of are our next series of iOS modules. They are starting in January. We're giving people a little time to kind of get back and get their heads on straight after the holidays. That includes me as well. So they will start on January 10th. We have three in January and three in February for this batch of six. So January 10th is going to be, here's to your health. We'll talk physical and emotional health and the apps to help us get there. If you want to track your workouts, learn to become more zen or conquer a bad habit, there are numerous apps to help and we're pleased to explore them with you. This has been a really interesting one. I have been busily outlining 
and there are more apps than we can really cover in one class. I mean, we could do, in some cases, one class per app because there's so much stuff. Oh, yeah. So basically, I'm going to be giving you a whirlwind tour of some of my favorites and some of ones that I know are others' favorites as well. January 17th, the class is called It's About Time. Clock. It seems like such a simple app. However, it's packed with lots of useful features. For example, did you know you can use it as a sleep timer or choose to wake up to a particular song? Or did you know you can set different alarms for weekdays and weekends? Save yourself some time and effort and come learn about the many hidden features in the Clock app. I love this. I love being able to set a sound or alarm to wake up to. I have lots of fun things to show you in here, including ways to navigate through those pickers more quickly so that if your alarm looks like it's going to go off at eight o'clock and you need it to go off at 7.30, you can do that fairly easily without flicking down 30 times. Or how to set alarms in Siri. This is a little harder than it sounds. I had a student who set a Siri alarm for a 4.30 a.m. flight. And this particular individual was most definitely not a morning person. And I got a rather frantic email from this student saying, I'm having a wonderful time on my trip, but my phone is waking me up every morning at 4.30 and that's got to go. So there are ways to get around that. January 24th is learning every day. If you are a gatherer of information, this module is for you. We'll be sharing apps that allow you to find podcasts, lectures, and online learning opportunities. Curious? You'll be in good company. I think primarily Kim and I are going to collaborate on this one because we We're both... Have fun. <laughs> oh man, I can get so lost in some of these apps. <laughs> Me too. We're going to have a lot of fun sharing that with you. The 31st of January is our MA free event. All are welcome. February 7th, we've got I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing. This time we'll be diving into the music app on iOS. Whether you have an Apple Music subscription or not, this app is jam-packed with lots of music and we'll show you how to get the most out of it. February 14th, Valentine's Day. Games people play. This time... We'll talk about different kinds of games. Besides just being fun, they can help you develop some specific skills related to the use of your iOS device. If you're ready to improve your skills at exploring by touch, getting over your fear of turning voiceover on and off, or just having fun, come take a seat at our virtual game table. February 21st. Size matters. Have you been using an iPhone or iPod touch? And do you want to begin using an iPad or iPad mini? We'll talk about why you might and might not want to do this and how the layout of information varies between devices. And then February 28th, we round out the month with another free event. And that last class, again, is going to be a collaboration, I think, between all three of us because we all have various information and experiences in this area to share. So we hope that you will find helpful, useful, fun information 
and that you will join us for these modules. And of course, you can pick one or more. And if you buy three or more, you will save pretty significantly on your price. So they're $15 each. You can join us for as many as you would like. You can buy the whole group if you wish, and you'll save a pretty significant amount of money there. So we would love to have you. And I must just say, if you laughed at having a class called The Games People Play on February 14th, then your sense of humor is as perverse as mine. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Couple more quick product announcements before we move into the main event for this particular podcast. One is if you are someone who loved our shark speaker that we sold for a while and sadly had to discontinue selling earlier this year because it was discontinued, guess what? It's back in the water. It's back in the water. (laughs) It's back and swimming again. But it's swimming quickly because we do have limited quantities of it and we've sold a lot of these since we announced it exclusively to our newsletter subscribers earlier. So definitely, please, if you want one, if you know someone who would want a really awesome powerhouse speaker, this may be one to consider. It has Bluetooth 4.0. It has NFC capabilities, so if you use Android, that could be cool. It also has line-in and line-out jacks as well, and it just sounds fabulous. It has seven buttons on top which are very easy to feel and press. They're concave and they're square. And a little round concave power button on the side. And this speaker sounds amazing. You would never go wrong with it. Plus it comes in a really nice velveteen carrying pouch that you can choose to use. And it's only about 7 inches across. So it's small, it's fairly portable, and it looks apparently very, very sleek and very nice as well. And you can make phone calls with it too. So if you want to check it out on our website, Please feel free to do so or give us a call and we'll be happy to provide more information or assist you in placing your order via phone. And as I said, these quantities are very limited. So if you think you might want one, get in touch with us now. Final announcement, going back to iPod Touches, which we were just talking about, I would like to let y'all know that I am seeking a loving new home for my iPod Touch. I have recently acquired an iPhone. So my little iPod Touch, while she is a tried and true friend, is no longer really necessary for me. And I would love to be able to share it with someone who would get as much enjoyment out of it as I have and love it as much as I have. So this is an iPod Touch 6th generation. It's 32 gigs and it's gold. And it comes with all the original accessories, which include the earpods and the original lightning to USB cable that it came with. These are brand new, still in its little plastic box. I'll also be giving you a tempered glass screen protector for it, and it has a tempered glass screen protector already pre-installed. It's updated to the latest iOS version, and obviously I will factory reset it and turn voiceover on for you so you can immediately begin your setup process, and it's in pristine, pristine condition. If you want to learn more, we'll link to the product in the show notes for You can contact us, give us a call, or email me, kim at mysticaccess.com, and I'll be happy to share more information with you. And I'm asking $99 for it, which is about 50% off what Apple wants for a new one. And it's an absolutely fabulous shape. It's running as well as it did when I first purchased it. Right, and it's in our gently used category. 
Yes, our gently used electronics category. There with my lonely Juliet. So if, if anyone would like to uh, purchase it, please do let me know. And please, obviously, only get it if you're going to love it and use it and take care of it. Because I'm kind of attached to it. So please, if you want to give it a good home or share it with someone you love who would give it a good home, I would love to offer it to you. And it's free shipping anywhere in the lower 48. So that's just something else to note. And please do check our gently used electronics category from time to time. It is likely that in the next podcast or the one after that, we will have more goodies to tell you about. Absolutely. It's a category that's underloved. Yes, it's underloved. So we're, we're going to give it some more love. Hey, I don't know about you guys, but it is a Friday in December when we're recording this and I'm ready to party. Oh, heck yeah bust out and one thing that we did last year that people really liked was we shared recipes yes we did and chris is our holiday scrooge so that's right sharing he isn't sharing a recipe with us he likes to go to instacart or wherever and share holiday goodies that way but kim and i both have recipes to share and I must confess, I have never actually made this one. However, it's so simple and I haven't made it pretty much because of the nutrition counts of things. I will probably be making it this New Year's Eve. I have had it and it's mouthwateringly wonderful. It is a recipe for a buffalo chicken dip and we will link to the website. It's on the Frank's Red Hot website. And I love Frank's buffalo sauce. But the description of it says, This robust, creamy buffalo chicken dip tastes like buffalo chicken wings, but without the mess. Now, to me, it tastes 10 times better than buffalo chicken wings because you don't have to worry about bones and you don't have to worry about my least favorite thing of all in the world of wings, which is rubbery wings. And it says served hot with celery sticks or veggies. And then later they say, you know, with veggies, crackers or chips, I had it with Frito scoops and I've had it with celery and it is delicious either way. And basically what you do You mix shredded cooked chicken, softened cream cheese, Frank's Red Hot Original Cayenne Pepper Sauce, or my preference, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Wing Sauce. You mix ranch dressing and blue cheese crumbles. Now, some of you right now are going, oh, no. Well, I think this recipe could be fairly versatile. So you could do a medium or mild or hot sauce. If you're not a blue cheese fan, you could probably leave that out. Or I don't see why if you had a chunky blue cheese dressing that you couldn't just use that in place of the ranch. Other than that, I wouldn't make too many substitutions. Basically what you do is you preheat your oven, you mix all ingredients, and you spoon them into a shallow baking dish. You bake it until it's heated through and you stir it. And you can sprinkle it with green onions if desired. They also suggest jalapenos on top or those French fried onion bits, which I don't know. I don't think it needs any of that, but that's just me. The thing I really like about this recipe is it's versatile. So if you don't have oven space, 
I don't know where I saw that, but I have seen that you can microwave it. And I don't see why you wouldn't because everything's already cooked. You can also do it in a crock pot. And they also suggest a tailgating tip, which is to pour it into one of those foil metal pans and put it on your grill outside until it gets hot. So lots of variability with this one, but it is delicious. And I was going to share another recipe, but Kim's is sweet. And so I thought, well, let me do one that's savory. And so I thought this would fit the bill nicely. Lisa and I like to plan these things out in advance. That's how type A we are. So yes. we, have, we have fun like that. <laughs> My recipe is sweet. And what's nice about it that I really like is that it's only three ingredients. And this is my microwave fudge recipe. Well, it's not mine. I stole it from somewhere, and I'm going to tell you where in a second. But it's microwave fudge, and it's three ingredients. I made it last year, and I was shocked, shocked as to how good it was. Because I thought, oh, microwave fudge, you know, what's what's up with that? On the website, they actually call it three-minute fudge. And it's on the website, chocolate, chocolate, and more. I mean, come on, how can you go wrong with a website called chocolate, chocolate, and more, right? Heck yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to just give you the basics of what it is. You have semi-sweet chocolate chips, a can of condensed milk, and vanilla extract. And essentially, you put it on the big bowl, you put it in the microwave, and you let it melt for a period of time. You take it out, then you put in your vanilla extract, you put it back in, and you do the same thing. You take it out, let it cool a little bit, and you can cut it on a cutting board. Now, somewhere between those steps, you put it in the refrigerator for a couple of hours to make this process of cutting it a little easier. It will sit up. So when you originally put all this together, you're putting it in a giant bowl, preferably with a handle, so it will be easy to take in and out of your microwave. And it's just a very easy peasy, lovely fudge recipe. A fudge recipe with no sugar. <laughs> of course, all the semi-sweet chocolate chips oh, yeah. and all the sweet <laughs> no condensed milk. Added. No sugar added, though. I, I can actually no say that. No by me, yes. No by me, and I can say that with a giggle. So that's kind of fun. So I think between my recipe and Lisa's recipe, you could definitely have a very merry Christmas and binge on some really delicious stuff because I'm dying to try her dip recipe as well. Mm, so so good. really anxious to try that when I have an opportunity. Yum, yum. Um, so those are our recipes and if you want full directions and instructions we will be sharing those in the show notes for the podcast and just as a reminder to get to those you go to mysticaccess.com slash podcasts with an s (laughs) at the end you can also if you're like me and and are retro you can also go to mysticaccesspodcast.com that does the same thing yeah that will take you straight to the podcast lists and then just find the episode you want. You can scroll through by heading if you wish. Click on the episode you want and you can find all of its show notes. Yeah, because this year both the recipes that we're sharing are from websites. And so we want to give proper attribution to them and not plagiarize their stuff. You know, I've made microwave fudge before. Now the recipe that I had was a different one. This was years back and it did not work quite as well. Now, I think that could have been my fault because I think I tried adding peanut butter to what was supposed to be a chocolate fudge recipe. Anybody in their right mind would do that, yes? Mm-hmm. yes. You know what I think they should make is a Nutella fudge. That just crossed my tiny mind. I think I found one recently, maybe Ooh, last year, mercy. and I'm going to search for mm. it. Oh, no. But there really was a point to what I was <laughs> saying, and that is that what worked for me, because I don't like 
pouring hot or semi-set-up fudge into something else. I kind of like to keep it as convenient as I can. And so what I have done is I'll use one of those square Pyrex glass baking dishes and microwave in that. Of course, it needs to be big enough to hold everything and not bubble out. And depending on the dimensions of your dish, you may have fudge that's kind of high. It doesn't have a huge surface area, but then you would just cut smaller pieces that are kind of taller. Yeah, it doesn't really matter so much if your fudge has smaller square pieces or larger, taller square pieces. It's cool. You can do it however you need to, depending on the dimensions of your pan. So just kind of keep that in mind, too. Sometimes I like what you do with the square baking dish, because it really does make things much easier. Yeah, and I find I can get prettier, more even yep. pieces if I'm doing it in a square versus a round thing. They're not going to look like you just chopped them randomly and roughly into some shape. <laughs> Although it's funny, you can chop fudge and people don't care. They're just they like, don't care. They're fudge. just like, feed me. Yeah. Thanks for making me hungry. It's breakfast time and I haven't had breakfast, so I got to figure something out. And I'd rather have the sweet stuff for breakfast. They'd go good with a nice cup of coffee. One thing that I will probably do is, like Lisa alluded to, I like to have things delivered to me. So in the one podcast, we demonstrated the DoorDash app where I had Applebee's delivered. And we're going to do an insert where Lisa does the same thing with Uber Eats. So you can get even hungrier along with us. Exactly. Today I'm here to demonstrate another food delivery app. I can't ever say never about these things, but we probably won't do another one of these. There are, of course, other food delivery apps out there. Grubhub, Postmates, and others come to mind. And of course, some restaurants that deliver have their own app for that purpose. However, I wanted to show you Uber Eats because it does some pretty interesting things and will pull from your existing account information if you already have Uber set up. Some of the other apps are either not available in any of our areas or the accessibility with voiceover is not as good. So today we are going to take a look at Uber Eats. It was very strange because Uber Eats and DoorDash came to my area pretty much right on top of one another. I had checked on a particular day and neither of them was available in my area. I checked about a week later and both of them were available. So they've come very close to one another. At this point, DoorDash has quite a few more options, but Uber Eats still has a nice variety. I have signed out of the app, so it's as if I am starting fresh, and let's take a look at what we've got. I'm on Uber Eats, and I'm gonna double tap. Uber Eats, double tap to open. Uber Eats, use your Uber account to get started. Continuous. And that gives my phone number. Basically, if I double tap this, I can use my Uber account to get started, which to me is very convenient because it has my payment information already set up, it has my locations, and so to me, that's the way to go. Not five. Skip for now. Button. 
You can choose either, no, that's not the person I am, or you can skip it for now and just see what they have to offer. So I'm going to log in with my information. Not continuous zero, continuous delivery location, delivery location, a SAP button, heading. This is the address where I am currently, and it says ASAP. In other words, if I wanted to schedule for a later delivery, I could. Let's double tap here. Close button, delivery details, heading, enter a new address, text field, work. I have another address that I frequent often set up as my work address, even though I work from home. So I could, for example, if I were leaving here and I wanted it delivered there, I could set that up. Selected. Home. When. Heading. Selected. As soon as possible. Button. Schedule an order. Button. Schedule an order. Button. So those are the options I have in here. Delivery details. Close. Button. Delivery location. Accept. Filter. If I double tap this option, it will allow me to filter by price, by dietary recommendations, etc. Let's take a look. Close. Button. Reset filters. Button. Selected. Sort. Tab. One of three. Price. Tab. Two of three. Dietary. Tab. Three of three. Selected. Recommended. Button. I can choose recommended places. Most popular. Button. Rating. Button. Delivery time. Button. That could be convenient. Sort by delivery time if you need something quickly. Done. Button. So you can click to sort this information. You can click to sort it by price or dietary. I did find this area to be a little fluky. Sometimes it would jump to unexpected places. If I wanted it to search by price, it wouldn't always. But I'm kind of, I don't know. You can either say that I like information or if you're being a little more negative about it, that I'm nosy. But I like to know everything. I like to know all the possibilities. So let's continue on. Filter. Button. Under 30 minutes. Subway. 20 gateway shopping CTR. Lower than average prices. This is the list of restaurants. And before we go in here, let's explore the tabs at the bottom of the page. Selected. Home. Tab. One of four. That's where we are now. And we'll come back to that. That's kind of the meat of the matter, the heart of this thing. This is where you'll do your ordering. Search. Tab. Two or four. Here you can search for items. Let's go in here. Search. Search field. Double tap to edit. So this is an edit field where you can search for things. Top categories. Heading. Fast food. Button. Breakfast and brunch. Button. American. Button. Sandwiches. Button. Burgers. Button. Coffee and tea. Button. More categories. Heading. Deli. Button. Salads. Button. Italian. But seafood. Pizza. Traditional American. Desserts. Button. Kids friendly. Button. Wings. Button, bakery, button, Asian, button, Chinese, button, new American, diner, button, vegan, button, vegetarian, home, tab, one of four. Now, this was very interesting to me because I have looked at Uber Eats for other locations and it will show me more categories. So if a particular category of restaurant is available in your area, it seems that it will show it. If it's not, it seems that it doesn't. The other really interesting thing here is that when you search, you can search for the name of a restaurant, you can search for a category, or you can search for a food. So last night, for example, just for kicks, I searched for shrimp and it brought up several different restaurants. And when I went into that restaurant, the first of the menu items that it showed me were the ones containing shrimp. So to me, that's really fun and fascinating. And especially if you're in a rush, allows you to find what you need kind of quickly. Orders, tab, three of four. No orders yet, browse restaurants, button, selected, past orders, 
tab, one of two, upcoming, tab, two of two. So this is where you would review your orders, both past and upcoming. I have not ordered, so this, of course, is pretty much blank for the time being. Account, tab, four of four. Here's my account tab. Double tap. Account, button. This is the first item, and I'm going to double tap. Back, button. Lisa Salinger, edit account. Button. This is where I could edit my address, my payment information, my phone number, etc. Save places. Heading. Home. Work. Sign out. Button. Sign out. Button. So that's pretty much all that's in accounts. So we're going to double tap back. Account. Button. Your favorites. Button. Let's double tap this. Your favorites. Back button. Your favorites. Heading. Edit. Button. You don't have any favorites yet. I couldn't remember whether I had saved a favorite here or not. If you live in a large town or city with a lot of restaurants, you may want to save the ones you've ordered from as favorites. Or you could almost even do the reverse. If you ordered from a restaurant and you really didn't like it, you could save it as a favorite almost as a note, like don't go here again, and then you could check in your favorites. But I have not yet done this at all, so let's back out of here as well. Edit. Button. Your favorites. Back button. Payment. Button. This is pretty self-explanatory. You go in here to set up and edit your payment information. Help. Button. This provides more help on using the app. Promotions. Button. Double tap. Back button. Promotions. Heading. Enter promo code. Enter promo code. Text field. Double tap to edit. Apply. Dimmed. Button. Expires January 31st, 2019 at 5 a.m. United States. Open details. Button. Open details. Button. Close. Button. Free food. Heading. Your code. Button. Share this special code with friends. When they use Uber Eats for the first time, they'll get $5 off their order and you'll get $5 off yours. Details. Button. Messages. Button. WhatsApp. Button. Mail. Button. More options. Button. So this gives a lot of information. Double tapping here allows me to share my code via messages, WhatsApp, email, other places. And I will put that in the show notes for this podcast. That way, if you would like to try this, we can both get some free food. Please understand that this benefits me personally, but does not benefit Mystic Access. But it benefits you as well. Let's go back out of this little section. Close button. Back button. I double tap the close button. Now I'm still in the promo section. Promotions. Heading. Enter promo code. Enter promo code. Text field. If you are using my promo code, this is where you would enter it. I looked up a promo code online for Uber Eats, which is like an introductory thing. And so I'm going to go ahead and enter that. Enter promo code. Text field. Is editing. Enter promo code. Insertion point at start. L. L. A. A. R. R. A. A. L. L. More. Numbers. Numbers. Dollar sign. Seven. Seven. Five. Six, six, two, two. And my code is entered. Clear text. Button. Apply. Button. Apply. Success. Success. Clear text. Button. Enter promo code. Promotions. Heading. So as you heard, I got the success message, so I'm going to back out of here. Enter promo code. Promotions. Heading. Back button. Account. Button. Free food. Button. This will take you to the same thing minus the ability to enter a promo code. This is where you can find your code. Deliver with Uber. Button. Free food. Button. Deliver with Uber. Button. Deliver with Uber. I don't think any of us will be doing that. Settings. Button. Promotion. Get $5 off your order. Button. 
There's the same promotion thing. They're really pushing that, obviously. About button, home tab, one of four. About gives you the version number, and then home takes you back to the home tab. I'm not quite sure why they include settings, because if you go into settings, you're going to find the same settings, the exact same settings that you did for account. So let's get to the good stuff. Let's go to home. Home tab, one of four. Selected, home tab, one of four. I'll start again at the upper left of the screen. Delivery location. Asap. And it has ASAP and it has my address. Filter. Button. Under 30 minutes. Subway. 20 gateway shopping CTR. Lower than average prices. Categories. Fast food. Sandwiches and American. Delivered in 10 to 20 minutes. Booking fee is $4.99. Button. Adjustable. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. It says this is adjustable, so let's swipe up and down and see what we get. Subway. 20 gateway shopping CTR. Subway. KJ's Pickle Barrel, lower than average prices. McDonald's registered, 80S Wyoming Ave. Lower Flicking up or down seems to take me through restaurants, although this is not always consistent, so I just prefer to flick left and right. Under 30 minutes, McDonald's red filter button. Okay, this is very different. They must do delivery times based on where their Uber drivers are, because when I came back to home, it showed Subway, but then it refreshed and it said that the quickest time is for McDonald's. Delivery location, ASAP, filter, button, under 30 minutes, McDonald's registered, 80S Wyoming A, lower than average prices, categories, American. So I could get McDonald's in under 30 minutes. Popular near you, Denny's, 488 Kidder Street, low to average price. Popular near me. To me, and I could be wrong, but this seems a little bit rigged. Denny's is not very close to me. It's not really far. It's probably about two miles, but there are other things that I'm guessing are more popular that are closer. I suspect that this result could be a sponsored one. Let's show you, though, using Denny's, how things might work. Popular near you, Denny's. I'm going to double tap on Denny's. Back button, favorite. And I picked this because it's representative of a lot of things you'll see in this app. Back button. Back button. There's our back button. Favorite button. I could add this as a favorite, of course. Denny's, 488 Kidder Street. Low to average prices. Categories, American. Breakfast and brunch. Coffee and tea. Dinner and desserts. Delivered in 30 to 40 minutes. Rated 4.4 out of 5 stars based on more than 50 reviews. Booking fee is $5.49. Heading. Location and hours. Button. I can double tap to get that information. You know, and it could be that Denny's is showing up as the first popular near me simply because it's a chain and so it's gotten a lot more ratings than a local place might. Hard to say. Change menu. Breakfast. Button. Search. Button. Search menu. So I can change from the breakfast menu. I can search for items that I want. Breakfast slams. Heading. And then it starts with my breakfast menu. And you can flick right. All American slam registered. Three scrambled eggs with cheddar cheese. Two bacon strips and two sausage links plus hash browns and bread, $10.49, button. Now, this is kind of nice in that they give you descriptions. So if you weren't familiar with Denny's and it just said All-American Slam, then you wouldn't necessarily know. And some restaurants do this. They don't give a description. And so what you can do at that point is call, or you can look up the menu online or in another app. French Toast Slam registered. Build your own Grand Slam registered. Pick any four items and make it your own. $7.79 button. Here's build your own grand slam. Let's go in and take a look at this. Build your own grand back button. Build your own grand slam registered. Heading. Pick any four items and make it your own. Make it your own button. Scrambled eggs with cheese plus 79 cents. 
button. So this is one of the things you can choose. They're letting you know that there is a charge. This sounds good. Let's double tap. Selected. Scrambled eggs with cheese plus 79 cents. Scrambled eggs button. I could select that. Of course, there's no charge extra for that. That's just one of your four options. Sunny side up eggs button. Over easy eggs button. Over medium eggs button. Over hard eggs button. Egg whites button. Bacon button. Turkey bacon button. Sausage button. Hearty breakfast sausage plus 49 cents button. Now there's an example. We don't really know what hearty breakfast sausage is, but we can add it. Grilled ham slice plus 49 cents button. Buttermilk pancakes button. Buttermilk pancakes with chocolate chips plus 99 cents button. Buttermilk pancakes with blueberries plus 99 cents button. New hearty nine grain pancakes plus 49 cents button. That sounds kind of good. Let's double tap that. Selected. New hearty nine grain pancakes plus 49 cents. White toast button. Wheat toast button. Sourdough toast button. English muffin button. Gluten free English muffin button. Buttermilk biscuit button. Cheddar cheese hash browns plus 79 cents button. Hash browns button. Grits 6 a.m. negative 2 p.m. only button. We are outside of that window as I record this, but just for kicks, let's press that. Selected. Oatmeal 6 a.m. negative 2 p.m. only button. Seasonal fruit plus 49 cents button. Selected. I checked seasonal fruit. Yogurt plus 49 cents button. Special instructions heading. Now, if I wanted to at any time, I could go back and uncheck or make different selections. Special instructions. Leave a note for the kitchen. Button. Quantity minus one. Quantity one. Dimmed. Button. Quantity one. Quantity plus one. Quantity one. Button. Add one to cart. $9.56. Button. So this gives me several different options as I'm flicking through. I could leave a note for the kitchen. For example, please don't send butter and syrup with the pancakes or please scramble the eggs hard, that kind of thing. Then, if I wanted to order two of the same, I could change my quantity. And then finally, it gives me my price, and I can add to cart. So I'm going to back out of here. Build your own Grand Slam registered. Heading. Back. Button. Back. And because I did not add it to my cart, that is not saved. All American Slam registered. Three scrambled eggs with This was the first on the list of breakfast slams. I'm going to flick left. Breakfast slams. Heading. Denny's. 408. Search. But change menu. Breakfast. Button. And I'm going to double tap. Change menu. Close. Button. Change menu. Heading. Selected. Breakfast. 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. Button. Lunch and dinner. 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. Button. So this basically tells us that you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner all the time. But I'm going to double tap lunch and dinner. Select. Change menu. Lunch and dinner. Button. Search. Button. Appetizers. Heading. Build your own sampler trademark. Pick three and make it your own. Served with your choice of dipping sauces. $8.79. Button. And as you can tell, we have now changed to the lunch and dinner menu. Some places you will have an option to change menus, and others you will not. Italian sampler. Six mozzarella cheese sticks. Now I'm going to tap with four fingers near the bottom of the screen. Appetizers. Adjustable. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. The last item on the screen gives you a list of all categories within that menu type. So I can flick up with one finger. Sandwiches and salads. Sides. 100% beef burgers. Skillets. Classics and steaks. Desserts. Beverages. 
beverages. And I can double tap on these. Now, it does not always take me exactly to where I want to be, but it usually will put me in that category and then I can very easily find where I want to go from there. I can also rotor sometimes and navigate by headings depending on how the menus are set up. Back button. Double tap. Back. Delivery location. Accept. Filter. But under 30 minutes. McDonald's registered. And now I'm back on my main screen. It really shouldn't have done that. It should have taken me back to Denny's and then double tapping back again would take me to the main screen, but it has. So here we are. There is a reason I want to do this. Let's flick through and look at some more restaurant options. Popular near you. Den delivered for $4 at New and Uber Eats. The cafe, an American bistro, low to average prices. Category, American. That's nice. It tells you when there are new restaurants. I know that there are two Indian restaurants in this area, and I am eagerly awaiting for one of them to be added to either Uber or DoorDash because I don't know of anyone within 50 miles who likes Indian food, so I haven't had it in a while. So I'm anxious to be able to get it delivered. Promotion. Get five more restaurants. Heading. Here's more restaurants. Now I'm just going to flick through these kind of quickly. McDonald's registered. Andy's River Road Diner. Load Donut Connection. Load Crescenzo's at the Woodlands. Load to average price at McDonald's registered. Subway. 20. McDonald's registered. KJ's Pickle Barrel. Lower than average prices. Categories. Trip. River Grill. Load to Yes, we have a lot of McDonald's. The Cafe, an American, Denny's, 400, Beer Deli, lower than Vesuvio's Pizzeria and Restaurante, Subway, 700, looking for something else? Now this is very interesting. I don't know how this appears visually on the screen, but if you're flicking, it's just right in the middle of the restaurant list. Browse categories, bakery, button, sandwiches, button, American, burgers, but fast food, pizza, but Italian, but salads, but wings, but breakfast and brunch, traditional American, new American, seafood, Asian, but Chinese, kids friendly, coffee and tea, desserts, but vegan, but vegetarian, deli, button, diner, but subway, 40, tang Asian cuisine, lower than average prices, categories, Asian and Chinese. This is very interesting. That's the one kind of weird thing about this app is there does seem to be some variability. And I think maybe it's skipping items because when I went through this before, one of the categories that it listed was halal, which is a kind of Mediterranean food, which is what I want. And I could have just double tapped on that to find what I needed. But you'll notice that when you're done with the list of categories, you come to more restaurants. The Avenue Restaurant, Tang Asian Cuisine, The Avenue Restaurant, Lo Nucleus Raw Foods, Shawarmaji, Low to Average Prices, Category, Halal, Delivered in 35 to 45 minutes, A Top Rated Restaurant with 4.5 out of 5 stars based on 25 reviews, Booking Fee is $5.99, Button. I'll double tap. Shawarmaji, Back. Button. Favorite. Button. Shawarmaji. Low to average prices. Category. Halal. Delivered in 35 to 45 minutes. A top rated restaurant with 4.5 out of 5 stars based on 25 reviews. Booking fee is $5.99. Heading. Even though this information is repeated, I find it's important to have it read, especially once you've double tapped on the restaurant name. I have actually tried recording this demo over a period of a few days, and each time I went to order from this restaurant, for some reason, it was saying it was unavailable. I don't know if they were extremely busy or there weren't any Uber Eats drivers in the area. I'm not really sure what was going on, but it's not giving me that unavailable message today. Location and hours. Button. Change menu. Menu. Dimmed. Button. This says it's dimmed, which means there is one menu. Search. 
button. I could search for what I want. With some restaurants that have enormous menus, this might be helpful. Places like the Cheesecake Factory come to mind. Appetizers. Heading. Kebab. Three pieces. Groats with ground beef stuffed with beef, onion, parsley, and pine nuts. $4.99. Halal. Button. Hummus. Ground chickpeas with tahini and lemon juice. $3.99. Button. I know I would like some hummus, so I'm going to double tap. Hummus. Back. Button. Share. Button. If I wanted, I could share this item to social media. I could email it, text it, or I could save it in my notes as a reminder to myself that I liked this particular item. Hummus. Heading. Ground chickpeas with tahini and lemon juice. Special instructions. Heading. Special instructions. Leave a note for the kitchen. Button. If I double tapped here, it would bring up a standard edit field in which I could write any particular instructions. For example, if I were getting a sandwich or some such thing, I could say no onions. Quantity minus one. Quantity. One. Dimmed. Button. Quantity. One. Quantity plus one. Quantity. One. Button. So you can increment or decrement quantities and you would double tap on the plus one or the minus one. That second button where it just said one shows how many you have. Add one to cart. $3.99. Button. I'll double tap. Item app back. Button. And it went back. And initially I thought this was a bug, but it's not. It just takes you back to the menu where you can then make your next selection. Baba Ganouch. Grilled eggplant with tahini. Bakdunsha. Chopped parsley with tahini. Garlic. I'm moving through some of these fairly quickly now. Falafel. Four pieces. $1.49. Button. Definitely. Now you notice there, it doesn't say what falafel is. And they give descriptions for some things and not others. And there's a lot of variability from one restaurant to another as to how much information they will provide. For example, if you're ordering from a local place and they have the downtown burger, they may have a description of it they may not, and so you may need to use an alternate source of information, either online menus or calling the restaurant to get the information. Let's double tap here and add some falafel. Back. Button. Share. Falafel. Four pieces. Special instructions. Hat. Special instructions. Leave a note for the kitchen. I would love to say it had better be good because I've had really good and really bad falafel, but I will not do this thing. Quantity minus one. Quantity. One. Quantity. One. Quantity plus one. Quantity. Add one to cart. One dollar and forty-nine cents. Button. Item added back. Button. Trahini salad. Falafel. I found where I needed to be by touching toward the bottom of the screen. And I'm going to flick right. French fries. Salads. Tabala salad. Two dollars and ninety. I do want to get some tabbouleh. I'm going to double tap. Back. Button. Add one to cart. Two dollars and ninety-nine cents. Button. And I'm not going to go through all the stuff. I'm just going to double tap add one to cart at the bottom of the screen. Item at back. Button. Tabala salad. Trahini salad. $2.99. Arabic fatouche salad. $2.00 and platters. Heading. And then I am going to get a platter. Obviously, I'm planning on leftovers. Kofta kebab platter. Comes with rice and your choice of salad with tahini sauce. $12.99. Button. I'm going to double tap. Kofta kebab. 
Button. Share. Button. Now, it doesn't say what kofta is. They're basically meatballs. They can be made with beef or lamb or a combination. Kofta kebab platter. Heading. Comes with rice and your choice of salad with tahini sauce. Choice of salad. Button. Tabbouli salad. Button. Tahini salad. Button. Arabic salad. Button. Fatoush salad. Button. I read what this was and this sounded good to me. I've never had this, but it sounded like something I wanted to try. Got tomato, I think, and cucumber and mint and other lovely sounding things. So we'll double tap. Selected. Fatoush salad. Special instructions. Special instructions. Leave a note. Quantity minus. Quantity. Quant. Add one to cart. $12.99. Button. Itematic back. Button. View cart. There are four items in your order and the price before fees is $21.46. Button. So that view cart button is at the very bottom center of my screen and I'm going to double tap. View cart. There are four items in your order and the price. View cart. Eat nav button close. Button. Your cart. Heading. Shormaji. Pick up outside. 35 to 45 minutes. Delivery location. PA. Pick up outside. Add delivery note. Button. Double schedule delivery time. As soon as possible. Button. Double tap to edit schedule delivery time. If I were in a really crowded area, I would probably leave a note for the driver that I'm totally blind so that they could look for me. However, in this case, I'm going to be standing out front of a house in a residential area, so I think I would be kind of hard to miss. People who ordered these items also ordered. Eric 1. Phil 1. 1. 1. Add promo code. Button. PayPal. Subtotal. $21.46 tax. $1.29 booking fee. $5.99 promotion. $5. Total. $23.74. It did keep the promotion code that I entered the other day. I'm very surprised. I actually looked it up again today thinking I would have to enter it again because when I went into promo codes, I didn't see it. PayPal. Change. Button. I have PayPal set up as my method of payment, and if I wanted to, I could change that. Add promo code. Button. Place order. Button. I'll double tap. Place order. Ordering. Delivery status is confirming order with restaurant. Follow this order. Heading. You can track your Uber Eats orders by allowing push notifications. No. Deliver. You can track your Uber Eats. No. Yes. Button. Alert. Uber Eats would like to send you notif notification. Don't allow. Allow. Button. Close. Button. Help. Button. Shawamaji. 1.11 p.m. Estimated arrival. Delivery status is preparing your order. Order hashtag FD224. Falafel. 1. Hummus. Call to Tabala salad. Total. $23 view receipt. Button. Free food. Get $5 off your order. Button. Free food. That's by referring a friend. We've already done that. The code I used today was because this is my first order. Order. 12 orders. Back button. Order. Help. Button. Close. Button. It has taken me into the orders tab and I'm now going to close. Past orders. Tab. One of two. Home. Tab. Selected. Home. Tab.
One of four. And now we wait for status updates. My setup is such that I could not just leave the recorder running and have the time pass. So I just want to tell you that I got notifications on my phone and on my watch saying that my order was being processed and that my food was en route to me and that it then should have arrived. And it did indeed arrive. I waited out front, met the driver, and the food is obviously stored in some kind of insulated bag or tote. I heard him unzip it and it was nice and warm when I got it inside on this very cold day. And so I went into the notifications center on my phone to review the notifications with you and it is not allowing me to do that. When I double tap on the most recent one, it takes me into the Uber Eats app. I suppose they feel like I don't need to see those status updates on my food, which is probably correct. Pause button. Close button. Skip button. How is Thomas's delivery heading? Your feedback helps improve the delivery experience. Thumbs down. Button. Thumbs up. Button. Selected. Thumbs up. Contact support. Button. Continue. Button. Continue. Double tap to continue. Button. Skip. Button. Add a tip for Thomas. Heading. Your tip helps Thomas earn free Starbucks. $2. Button. $4. Button. $6. Button. Enter custom amount. Button. Enter custom amount. Button. I'm going to do that just to show Text you the process. Is editing. Zero dollars. Insertion point before. Zero. At the second position. Zero. Delete. Zero. One. One dollar. I'm going to leave a one dollar tip this time. Add a tip for Thomas. Heading. Your tip helps Thomas earn free Starbucks. I don't know, I feel like if they're not doing something out of the ordinary and I'm already paying a fee to have the food delivered, I know that some of that goes to the courier as they call it. Two dollars. Button. Four Six Enter custom amount. Button. One. Two. Three. Okay, here's my keypad. Delete. Nine. And I entered one. Delete. Back. Button. Skip. But add a tip for Thomas. I'm guessing you have to do this with the decimals. One, one, period, period, zero, 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 zero. Your, your tip helps Thomas two dot four dot six dot enter custom amount button one. And I'm not really confident that this has entered correctly. I don't like this part of the interface. Although I did put 1.00, if we have misplaced decimals or floating decimals, it could assume that I want to give a $10 tip or a $100 tip. So for now, I'm going to skip this. This is a small area. Location and we have the same drivers a lot of the time. $6. Your tip helps. Add a tip for Tom. Skip. So I will just be sure to give him a little extra next time. I could, of course, just press the $2 tip, but I don't know if it will add it to my custom. And so for now, I'm going to play it safe and skip. Skip. And I feel like the Grinch who stole Christmas. Add a tip for Thomas. Heading. Your tip helps Thomas. $2. For six. Enter, cust enter custom amount. Add a tip for t skip. Button. Skip. Close. I had to Button. press that again. Skip. How is Shormergy? Heading. Rate your overall experience. One star. 
two, three, four stars. Button selected. Five star. Continue. I'm giving Button. it four out of five stars. Some things I liked, some not so much. Not that any of you will really care because you're probably not local to this area, but the falafel was not great. The meat, the kofta kebab, it wasn't so much meatballs as it was like this charred meat made up for it. It was amazing. And of course, I have plenty of leftovers. Continue. But continue. Back. Button. Hello, Shormerchi. Your feedback will help falafel. Thumbs down. Button. Thumbs up. Hummus. Oh, I wish they had thumbs more than up. thumbs up thumbs and thumbs down. Button. Okay, we're going to thumbs down the Selected. falafel. Thumbs down. Thumbs up. Temperature. Button. Thumbs up. Selected. Thumbs down. Falafel. Select. Thumbs. Temperature. Portion size. Taste. Button. Presentation. B taste. Button. Selected. Presentation. Write a note about this item. Hummus. Thumbs down. Thumbs up. Button. Selected. Thumbs up. Call to kebab platter. Thumbs down. B thumbs up. Button. Select. Oh, I wish I had thumbs more than up. two thumbs. That was amazing stuff. Tabala salad. Thumbs down. Thumbs up. Button. Select. Leave more feedback. Button. Done. Button. Done. Selected. Past orders. Tab. One of two. And I am all done except for the leftovers sitting very happily in my fridge. So that is my experience and my demo with Uber Eats. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our food podcast and getting hungry with us. And have a wonderful, safe, and happy holiday season. And we shall see you on... New Year's, New Year's Day. Day. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.